another struggle, another obstacle, another problem. Ain't no telling where I'm about to go. Ain't no telling what I'm about to do. But I don't need you telling me what I need to do or who I need to be. Just let me be free. Like, I don't think my way is the right way of thinking. You do what the fuck ever you want to do. I'm telling you what I see, and maybe you agree with me, maybe we don't. I don't care, but you're going to fucking censor me because you don't agree with me? Good morning, jesters. Good morning, jestettes. Good morning, fellow jesterians. Good morning, Mr. Pickle. I fucking love you. I miss you, man. I'd love nothing more than to give you a fucking hug right now. Ha 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 ha. I love you, man. Uh, let's start the vaporizer so I don't forget. Let's do that right now. Bow, wow, wow. And then let's talk a little bit. Let's discuss the Wisdom app that I was invited on. We want you... We want you... No, you... I knew that was just a line, but it doesn't matter. It's a fucking lie. It, well, it's a, it, it's a sales tactic, but it's still a fucking lie. No, it's not a lie. Because they wanted me because I was going to bring them... Uh, because they thought I was going to bring them... Uh, people to their platform. But then, once they heard the message I was spouting, the... What I, my truth, what I see is the fucking what's going on, the actual goddamn truth, what the fuck is going on, they banned my account. Then they emailed me, no, I'm sorry, they suspended my account for an hour. So I'm like, okay, I'm just going to delete the app because, no, I'm not going to play those games. And then they send me an email, I think I told you, and I responded back, I'm not going to play those games, da 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 She's like, and the dude, the person was like, well, I'm going to uh, check out my uh, team and make sure this never happens again. So I'm like, okay. So I, I log back onto the app. And I go to do my show last night. You know, my 5.30 show, the, the discussion. Oops, something went wrong. Oops, something went wrong. Oops, something went wrong. I couldn't do it. So fuck them. They're elitist pieces of shit because they think their way, their... They're right. Their way of thinking is the correct way of thinking. Which means they, their mind is closed by belief. Like, I don't think my way is the right way of thinking. You do what the fuck ever you want to do. I'm telling you what I see, and maybe you agree with me, maybe we don't. I don't care, but you're going to fucking censor me because you don't agree with me? Fuck that. You mean they're, they're trying to censor... No, I'm not... Well, I am comparing myself to Joe Rogan because we're in the same field. But I'm nowhere near, obviously, as popular as Joe Rogan. There's, censorship is fucking wrong, period. The only way to beat bad speech is good speech. And if the people in charge do, don't have the good speech to beat the, the speech they're calling bad, then they'll just censor you. Because they can't disprove you. Because you're speaking the fucking facts and truth, so they're going to censor you. That's why my podcast isn't growing like it should. Because I am speaking the fucking truth. But it is what it is. I'm in it for the fucking long haul, baby. Let's make this shit fucking happen. Because this isn't my only source of income, thank God. Otherwise, I'd have to hang it up. But <laughs> my shit's full. I love it when it fills up fast.
Uh, and I cleaned my mouthpieces, so hopefully I won't be coughing as much. Fuck yeah, fuck yeah. Because there was one episode I did a few episodes ago <clears throat> where I was smoking during the UFC. And I can't pause it because well, I could, but that's that's a lot of editing. <laughs> and the way now that they've changed their setup, the way that, well, at least it happened on my phone, I have to go back into the library every goddamn time, and that just that takes a lot of fucking time. So I just I'm gonna choose not to smoke during the the UFC, so I can just I don't have so much work to do at the end. <laughs> Maybe until I hire a producer, then they'll have to make, then they'll have to earn their money. <laughs> but that's that's far down the road, far down the road. <laughs> oh, what are you gonna do though, man? I reached out to Ari Shafir because I heard him talking on his podcast about uh, political podcast, and I hate to classify my podcast as a political podcast. It's not. But when you're when you're doing commentary on NPR, they're they're mostly political. That's mostly what the news is. It's political because they're trying to steer your fucking mind. So by default, I guess I'm a uh, uh, or happy accident maybe not happy. <laughs> Jesus, by accident I'm a a political podcast. Who'd have thunk? But you know, when I was a kid, I had dreamed of being on the radio. I thought that was my calling. So when this pot when, when I heard started hearing a podcast, I'm like, that's what I got to do. That's what I got to do. So I uh, then I I'm like, but I didn't know how to do it. Then I heard Dave Chappelle say that he does it on Anchor. So I said, let's fucking go. Let's do this. Let's get my voice out there and my my thoughts, because like I said, I'm not an idiot, but. I'm too, because, I, well, I hate making excuses. I am too dumb for smart people, but too smart for dumb people. I'm right there in the fucking middle. I, I don't know what the fuck to do. I, help me out, man. Chime in, tell me. Because you have, uh, you have spots. You can uh, go to, god damn, I got to listen to that again. Because I don't know what, it, I got to check it out. It's anchor.fm slash... I, I might be TJPC. I don't know. Uh, it might be that. I'll check it out. But you'll hear it later. I'll put it in uh, right before the UFC starts. Anchor.fm forward slash SWTJ. But it's okay. It's okay. Because we're living. We're surviving. We got to deal with some ignorant assholes. But that's what life's about. Dealing with ignorant assholes. I know my wife has a hard fucking time dealing with it herself. And I'm trying to cut her some slack. I'm do I'm I see I said try. Again, fuck you in that word try. I am doing my best to cut her some slack. I cause I I need the the four laws, man. Be impeccable with your word. I am. Don't take anything personal. That's tough. That's fucking tough. Don't make assumptions. That's tough. And that's tough as well. Or just as tough. And do your best. I'm always doing my fucking best. Well, not always. I'm not perfect. 
But the two hardest ones are not taking anything personal and do not make assumptions. Man. So I'm doing my best because like I said, I, I used to I used I used to be a, a and I, I used to make an excellent wife. Like I cleaned the house. I did because I didn't have a job. You know, at the time I was applying for disability because people said I should. So I didn't know what the fuck else to do. So and I couldn't get a job because I was a pothead fucking brain injured motherfucker. But so I applied for disability. And of course I got denied. Of course, because I can still fucking work. I'm not fucking disabled. And that's when I start. I went out the very, was it the same day, very next day, I started walking looking for jobs. Thank God I didn't get any because I started the Justice Promoting Company. And I went business to business trying to sell people on making them uh, commercials and shit. Every business. Only one, only one, when I went to the Labyrinth Press Company and spoke with Mr. Jeff James. That motherfucker looked at me and said, I know what you're doing. What? Like, I don't know what he was thinking when he said, I know what you're doing. The fuck, man? I'm trying to fucking build a fucking business. I wasn't given money like you, motherfucker. I wasn't given anything in fucking life. Everything I have, I had to fucking work for. I bet you you've never been fucking homeless. I bet you you never had to deal with fucking shit like that. Get the fuck out of here. You, I know what the fuck you're doing. Shut the fuck up, you elite fucking prick. Fuck you. I haven't been back to the Labyrinth Press Company since because they're he's a piece of shit and doesn't deserve a goddamn anything. Because he's been handed shit on a fucking golden platter. Uh, now I just started another fucking war. <laughs> but I don't fucking care. Because goddamn it. People need to know what the fuck real people are fucking like. And he may act all fucking nice in front, but he's a fucking dickhead. He doesn't give two shits about you. He only cares about your fucking money that you're giving him. But that's neither here nor there. That's that's my personal belief. Again, my pers my personal truth. I know what you're doing. Fuck you, you piece of shit. Go fuck yourself. Alex, I'm sorry. I love you, but... Your husband's a dick. And he deserves it. He fucking deserves it thinking he he knows he knows what I'm doing. I'm trying to fucking scam. Fuck you, man. I'm an honest motherfucker. I never tried to get over on anybody. Well, I, I can't say ever because I don't remember my childhood. But in my adult life, because that shit doesn't fucking work. It only gets you so fucking far. That's why you need to be fucking honest so your lies don't start fucking collapsing on themselves and then you have to build it all up again. You just be fucking honest and it may take longer, but you'll fucking get there. That brought up a lot of fucking hate. God damn. <laughs> Cough break. Mother of God. Woo! So, let's uh, let's move back to the wisdom app. Fuck the wisdom app. They're elite pieces of shit. They they aren't in the uh, the uh, the uh, not the Play Store. What's the other? Yeah, I guess it is. The, they aren't in the Play Store. 
They're only in the app store. So the only people that can be on this app are those with iPhones. And if you don't think they did that intentionally, well, that's just the kind of people they fucking are, man. It sucks. I hate people like that. Hate is a strong word. I've used that twice today, and I usually don't use that. Or do I? I just, I don't, oh, fuck it. Fuck it. Fuck it. I strongly dislike it. That Oh, I love, I love coffee, man. It's cold as shit. It's negative two degrees out here today, baby. Fudge yeah, fudge yeah. So we have to watch the battery on the uh, the machines because they don't like the cold very much. But I made sure and I grabbed both the chargers in case shit happens. Shit goes downhill. Then I don't have to stop everything, run upstairs, grab the chargers, run back out here. And ha! Huh, see, I'm thinking ahead. <laughs> I learned from my mistakes. <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> oh man, it is cold. So we're not gonna we're gonna keep this kind of shorter today, I think. Or do you want? Or should we read a little more? No, let's keep it shorter. Let's keep it shorter because it's cold as shit. <laughs> let's dive into the UFC. Let's see what these mother truckers are trying to sell us today. If you have a topic or a story or just something you want the gesture's opinion on, go ahead and leave a voice message at anchor.fm forward slash SWTJ. Sessions with the gesture, baby. Yeah, yeah. Back when he was a U.S. Senator, Joe Biden led the Judiciary <laughs> Committee and he presided over several Supreme Court nominations. What year was One that? One of those Tell hearings me. was in 1994. They, oh, oh well, that was the one. But more than a quarter century the later, shit in Breyer is retiring, and Biden will name his replacement. Another liberal justice will not change the ideological dynamic of the high court, but the president does have a chance to replace an 83-year-old justice with one who may serve for decades. Who might that be? NPR White House correspondent Scott Detrow gets us started on that conversation. Well, you know what? I know it's definitely not going to be. Well, it, she might be. I, I, I can't say that. That was wrong of me to say. But it's fucked up that they're only looking at the skin of somebody's color. Not the character, or not, the, you know, not the content of their characters. They're looking at the skin of their fuck, the, the color of their fucking skin. Not what's in their brain. Not how they act. Not what they think. Only the color of their skin is his number one motherfucking priority. What the fuck kind of government is that? I don't give a fuck if you can do the fucking job. You just have to be a certain color. The fuck is wrong with you, dude? The fuck is wrong with people? The fuck happened to people these fucking days? Jesus. Scott, good morning. Hey, good morning. I guess the president has already said one thing about who he might nominate, so who are the possibilities here? Yeah, he promised that if he got a chance to, he would nominate a black woman to the Supreme Court. That's something that Congressman Jim Clyburn had urged Biden to do during Ooh, the Democratic primaries. And I just had a fucking thought. Yesterday they announced that, well, uh-oh, Joe Biden might have made a mistake with Russia. We overestimated his aggression. You fucking think. But now they're moving, oh, no. Pre illegitimate Joe Biden gets to uh, appoint a, a 
God damn it, I can't fucking talk. Gets to appoint a judge to the Supreme Court. You see how quick the fucking uh, shit changes? None of that shit matters anymore. The fucking thousands of troops he moved. Don't fucking matter. Don't even look at that anymore because, oops. Okay, oops. But fucking say something. You got everybody all in a fucking tizzy for days over some stupid bullshit. That's all this ever is, is just posturing and, oh, look at this, I'm going to do... It's all bullshit, man. It's all fucking bullshit. And Press Secretary Jen Psaki said yesterday Biden is going to stick to this promise. The, uh, the two names that come up are U.S. Court of Appeals Judge Kataji Brown-Jackson. She is the uh, front runner. And oh, and she, I, she has to have a vagina. It has to be a she. No, well, it does not have to have a vagina, but it has to be a she. Wouldn't it be... Wouldn't it be funny uh, if uh, he just picked some random... Uh, what do you want? What, 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 are they, what, what, do you, what do you call him? Uh, uh, a transsexual... Off the street, it, it, a black transsexual that used to be a man but is now a woman. But we don't know if they've had the surgery yet, so they might still have a dick. It, it, it woo! It's, it's that, that. Tell me that couldn't happen. Well, I guess there's checking, but still. The other name that comes up is California Justice Leandra Kruger. And look, as you mentioned, when it comes to the raw numbers. This pick would not change the court that much. It would still be a six to three conservative majority. So why are we but talking about it? Just the third black person to sit on the court, the first black woman, it would bring the the number of sitting female justices to an all time high of four, nearly half the bench. And worth pointing out, both Jackson and Kruger are relatively young. Jackson's in her early fifties. Kruger's in her mid forties. Either could serve on the court for decades. We haven't actually heard though from Justice Breyer. So how does this all unfold? So NPR and other outlets are reporting that Breyer is going to make an announcement at the White House today. But it's been interesting. The White House has been pretty quiet about this, at least publicly. And it The DNC talked to this dude like, listen, you're old. We'll give you a lot of money. We need you to retire. We need to get the heat off of Russia. So do this. So the guy was like, okay, I'll do it. And Joe Biden's like, oh, yay, we get to appoint somebody. And, well, no, Joe Biden doesn't even fucking know. He doesn't even fucking care. He's shitting his pants in some goddamn wheelchair somewhere. But this, it's the fucking DNC, the fucking domestic terrorist group, man. That's fucking scary as shit. They're refusing to say much about this vacancy to the point where there's no event with Breyer on Biden's public schedule yet. Here, here's how Biden talked about this yesterday. There has been no announcement from Justice Breyer. Let him make whatever statement he's going to make, and I'll be happy to talk about it later. So the key question, I think, well, I thank you. is how quickly Biden moves here. We, we've seen a lot of tension lately between Joe Biden, the longtime D.C. institutionalist, and the Joe Biden who's trying to deal with this more entrenched and hyper-political and partisan modern Senate, you know, a place where, for instance, this would probably be a party-line vote no matter what or mostly – so this is an it's all a fucking show. It's all a fucking game. It's all run by the CIA, man. Long interviews with contenders really think this out <laughs> or move quickly and try to get hundred percent. The next question. That's who controls the goddamn president. The fucking White House. The fucking CIA. 
Yeah, and this is interesting and indicates that, that, that Biden's Senate allies do want him to move very quickly. According to our colleague Kelsey Snell, Majority Leader Chuck Schumer wants to move fast, and his office has, has floated the very quick timeline that Amy Coney Barrett was confirmed on ahead of the 2020 election, which is just over a month. But look, as the theme of the year when we've talked about the Senate, in a 50-50 Senate, aspirational goals are, are very rarely a reality. A lot of senators can weigh in on this timeline. Scott, thanks for the insights. Bullshit. Pierre Scott Detrow. Seventy-one degrees and cloudy is an amazing little head shop right in the heart of Lakewood, New York. Or you can find them at seven ten and cloudy dot com, where you can use code word SWED ten save ten percent on your order. They have all your smoking deals on your smoking accessories. Check out seven ten and cloudy dot com or fifty Chautauqua Avenue in Lakewood, New York. Now let's get back to the show. from the United States and Russia are talking slowly. Oh, an hour with Russia. That they're talking and that they're doing it slowly. Right, so a slow rhythm of demands and responses builds in time to find a resolution to this crisis over Ukraine. Last week, the U.S. gave a face-to-face response to Russian demands that were made many weeks ago. Yesterday, the U.S. answered again in writing. The U.S. is urging diplomacy while also, though, sending Javelin, anti-tank missiles, and other weapons to Ukraine. NPR's Charles Maines is in Moscow. Hey there, Charles. Hi there. Good morning. What, what is the Kremlin saying initially, at least, about this U.S. letter? You know, just minutes ago, we heard from the Kremlin spokesman who said the U.S. responses didn't give much hope for optimism, in his words. Uh, mm-hmm. Russian Foreign Minister Sergei Lavrov also weighed in, saying Russia was still studying the American answers, but noted that they, even though they warranted serious discussion, they were what he called of a secondary nature. So Russia clearly not pleased that its primary demands about NATO expansion into Ukraine and Eastern Europe haven't been met. Secretary of State Antony Blinken yesterday rejected those on principle and instead offered more discussions to find areas such as, say, arms control, where they could meet halfway. We're open to dialogue. We prefer diplomacy. And we're prepared to move forward where there is the possibility of communication and cooperation. If Russia because your warbirds don't make any money on fucking... ...stops the inflammatory rhetoric uh, and approaches discussions uh, about the future security in Europe... In a spirit of I hate fucking not naming up in the words. sum this up then, Charles. The U.S. says, let's keep talking. Russia says, well, you're not meeting our demands. So what happens, happens next? Well, Blinken says the ball is in Russia's court. It really comes down to Russian President Vladimir Putin, probably always has, um, whether Putin is prepared to entertain some of these uh, American-suggested compromises, or, uh, and, what, and that really determines the next phase of the crisis. You know, does Russia try and negotiate to get some of what it wants, uh, or as it has insisted, does the Kremlin move to what Putin calls military technical means uh, now that its demands aren't being met? So how are things evolving on the ground uh, even as these talks continue? Well, so I guess we're not Ukraine moving away from Russia and Ukraine. There's still that fucking hot button there. And, but is it really, though? See, is it really or is it just a fucking show? Like I said before, is it just a fucking show? We'll see. This is all just fucking ridiculous. See, like I said, the warbirds need to make their money. 
and that killed five Ukrainian soldiers. Now, Ukrainian officials are investigating. Wow, so a mass shooting in the midst of, of all of this. Right. Uh, amid all of these fears of violence and shifts on the ground, isn't there other diplomacy simultaneously going Diplomacy, on? that's the word I was there looking is. for. Uh, you know, yesterday we saw France and Germany host officials from Russia and Ukraine in Paris for peace talks. These are tied to the Donbass uh, peace talks to try and end the war in East Ukraine. It, yesterday's talks ended with no progress, except for this, a promise to meet again in two weeks' time, uh, this time in Berlin. Now, interestingly, uh, Blinken uh, also spoke Blinken? What are you doing up there? who urged all parties involved in the Ukraine crisis to remain calm and refrain from actions that might inflame tensions. Now, that message coming, of course, as athletes arrive to Beijing for the Olympic Games. Putin has said he'll join the opening ceremonies on uh, February 4th. Uh, there have been all these reports, uh, vehemently denied by the Kremlin, I should add, that Chinese leadership has asked Putin directly not to do anything in Ukraine that would upstage the games. You know, true or not, Russia and China are allies, and you have to think the Kremlin is at least sensitive to the idea of ruining China's party. Yeah, we just got to remember the games start on February 4. They last a couple of weeks. So if Russia were to hold off for the games, that would push this back a month or so. Charles, thanks so much. Thank you. NPR's Charles Mains. Hey there, fellow Jesterians. Let me tell you about a sponsor of ours that is now part of the Jester family. Shine On Botanicals is one of the purest CBD distillate on the market. We have tinctures, roll-ons, vapes, gummies. We also have pet tinctures. Email the promoting gesture at gmail.com. Put shine on the subject line and list what you would like to purchase. By the end of the week, you will receive an invoice. Easy peasy. Now let's get back to the UFC. Just looking at the basic numbers, the U.S. economy remains strong, although the pandemic keeps slowing it down. We're going to get a check on its progress today when the Commerce Department reports on economic growth for the fourth quarter. Oh, fucking COVID, We'll also man. get a sense of the economic momentum heading into the new year as the Federal Reserve tries to regain control over all these rapidly rising prices that we're seeing. And NPR Chief Economics Correspondent Scott Horsley oh, is here. Just, hey there, Scott. just send out more free money. Course, That'll fix it. Come on. So what are the yeah, Jesus. Well, the that was a joke, by the way. That was a fucking joke. Solid growth for the fourth quarter. But you know, Steve, that growth was not consistent. If you think back, for example, employers hired three times as many people in October as they did in December. <sighs> Chief oh, Economist Mark Sandy of Moody's Analytics says that's just one illustration of how the economy has been moving in fits and starts. Q4 started with a bang and ended with a whimper. October was fantastic. Buy crypto, man, because the fiat currency isn't going to last too much longer. Buy crypto. And that damage has continued into the early weeks of the new year. Uh, Zandi, like some other forecasters, thinks we could see a net loss of jobs for January, although the coming months could be better as the Omicron wave recedes. How does 2022 look now that we're in it? You know, I'm wondering, I'm wondering if more people had more faith in their government. I wonder how different the landscape would look. What do you think there, illegitimate Joe? You think if people weren't saying, fuck Joe Biden at fucking sporting events, fucking millions of people hating their fucking president because he was illegitimately installed... Like like a toilet? 
forecasters expect this to be another year of above average economic growth, although not as strong as we saw in 2021. You know, last year the economy actually grew at the fastest pace since Ronald Reagan was president. Uh, admittedly, it might not have felt like it because... <laughs> let's, let's put that into some context. The economy was stopped. It was at zero because nobody was fucking working. And then when, maybe we should put some people back to work, man. Because shit's starting to get bad. So people went back to fucking work and the economy grew. Imagine that. Like I said, put it into context, man. Don't just say fucking facts. That's how they twitch shit. As Andy highlights, the economy is still tethered to the pandemic. Tethered to your Well, then fucking end this goddamn scamdemic. Stop pushing this fucking bullshit shot. Stop pushing this fucking mess. Just stop. Just fucking stop. Say you're fucking wrong and stop. It's not hard, man. We were able to enjoy such very strong growth last year. It does seem as if each new wave of the pandemic does somewhat less damage to the economy than the one that came before. But, of course, we still face uh, additional because challenges. Because more people start to realize it's fucking bullshit. Bullshit. And they do plan to start raising interest rates soon, they say. What are they thinking? Yeah, the, the Fed telegraphed yesterday that it's likely to start raising interest rates at its next meeting in March. Prices have been climbing fast, as, as anyone knows who's been to the grocery store or the gas station lately. And while the Fed initially thought inflation would settle down on its own as the kinks in the supply chain get worked out, that's just taking a lot longer than officials had expected. At the same time, the unemployment rate has dropped pretty sharply, so Fed Chairman Jerome Powell says the economy ah! doesn't need Yeah, because he stopped paying out the big money, numbnuts. Throughout the pandemic. No, Jesus. Uh, Again, put, the, put it back in context. They stopped giving out free money, so people went back to work. Imagine that. We do expect some softening in the economy from Omicron, but we think that that should be temporary, and we think that the underlying strength of the economy should show through fairly quickly after that. Pal acknowledged, though, this is just a very unusual, unpredictable economy, and so he and his colleagues are going to have to be nimble and ready to shift gears as the roller coaster recovery unfolds. And Pierre Scott Horsley, thanks. You're welcome. I'm just a fucking pothead. <laughs> that was the UFC for Thursday, January 27th. Deuce, deuce. <laughs> These motherfucking motherfuckers. Oh, what are you going to do, man? What the fuck are you going to do? Again, you're saying that word. You know what we're going to do? We're going to point out their motherfucking lies and just misdirection, man. It's crazy. Fucking crazy. I spoke soon, a little too soon. Well, I still feel that it's a distraction. Maybe just a little one, but it, it's a... Because... Of the retirement of the Supreme Court judge. Uh, I forget his name. Who cares? He's Who cares? Really? Because it's all bullshit. It's all a fucking show. So it doesn't fucking matter. Because <clears throat> illegitimate Joe Biden wants to appoint a, a female of color, we'll say. Definitely. Definitely not a white woman. Definitely. Definitely not a white man. Oh my God. You, the uproar that would cause. You know, a, a white man who knew what he was doing? No. They don't care if what, what this this person knows. They only care that it's a, 
a person of color and that she's a female. That's all they care. Which, what the fuck happened to people these days, man? Why is that the only requirement? Oh, I guess you, you have to be a judge. You have to have some knowledge. But God damn it. Who, who cares what, what that knowledge is? As long as you're a female of color, put an application. Or you're being considered. Man. It, it's... It's tiring. It's fucking tiring. If you like the show and want to support us directly, check us out on Venmo at the underscore jester. Peace. Next story was more back to Russia and Ukraine. How Vladimir Putin is such a scary guy, but... Oh, he's going to wait for a couple weeks while he attends the Winter Games in China. Because, well, that's just what he wants to do. Because, we don't know, maybe China told him to hold off. Shut up! Stop making fucking guesses as to what the fuck is going on. Who the fuck cares what the fuck is going on between Russia and China? Who the fuck cares what's going on between Russia and Ukraine? That's not our fucking business, man. Why are we sending our fucking kids over to die for this shit, man? Do you know why? Because warbirds need to make their motherfucking money. That's exactly why. <sighs> but what are you going to do? What are you going to do, man? <laughs> Stop! Stop saying that bullshit. Jesus. <laughs> the last story was about the economy. How they're saying that last year the economy grew the greatest since Reagan. Well, yeah. Because people weren't working. And then they went back to work. Because you stopped giving them free money. So, put that shit in context. Understand what the fuck was going on at the time. Don't just spit out fucking numbers because your fucking illegitimate president was presiding over that bullshit. He had... Fuck him, dude. Come on. I can't say he didn't have anything to do with it because he did. But it, <laughs> it wasn't his goddamn decision. If it was his choice, he'd keep giving motherfuckers money. He'd ruin every fucking thing because he's not very bright. He's a motherfucking puppet. But what are you going to do? What? Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Hoo-wee. Gosh darn it, all the heckle-peckle. <laughs> so, what I'm thinking is, you should check, if you have a Roku, you should check out channel 716. C-H-A-N-N-E-L 716. Spell it all out. Now add that to your channel list. You will enjoy it. It will not be a bad decision. I promise you. <laughs> yes. And remember that we are also going to hit a thousand subscribers by June. 
So help us out by hitting, pushing that uh, follow button and uh, for sharing. Sharing the words of the jester. They may not be smart, but they're not dumb. You know, there's some dots out there that could be connected. And some people might want to hear that. So spread the word. It doesn't really mean anything to you, but it means everything to us. If you hit that uh, subscribe button. Fuck yeah. Shout out to Ryan Sickler for that line. Absolutely. Now let's say, uh, check in with uh, Mr. Ben. See what space weather is going to be for January 27th. Deucer, deucer. Good morning, Mr. Ben. Good morning, folks. We've got a lot of eye candy today, an alternative explanation for one of them, and some items on Earth and Sun to be watching as we begin at spaceweathernews.com. We find the last day on the Sun a bit quieter. Various filament reorganizations and small pops, but no considerable flares or CMEs. A few ejections did leave the Sun sideways from Earth's perspective, but all the filaments facing Earth are holding despite their movement. Still several to be monitored along with the sunspots and the solar wind of the coronal hole likely crested in power overnight at moderate range only. Moderate speed and moderate density leaving small signatures and driving minute enhancements to the geomagnetic condition. We do expect one more enhancement from a coronal hole stream, but that one should also be minor to moderate. Earthquake worth noting overnight, 100 miles from the Tonga volcano. It is on the same arc, however, and eyes remain on the region. And from there, we will shift just slightly north and check out atmospheric rivers in the Pacific, how they form and are enhanced by the combination of moisture flows near Hawaii and then the combined forcing of that vapor up towards the U.S. West Coast. The simulation uses 3D changing wind map style motion points and is unquestionably the most detailed version of an atmospheric river or arc storm and how it interacts at the coastline to intensify rainfall. It is getting to be the season for these events as the heat shift in the Pacific begins soon on approach to spring. Fascinating story here about a mega drought that took out ancient civilizations a bit over 4,000 years ago. This is one of the after-effect shifts of the DO events we've discussed. There was one just a couple hundred years before this. And while those DO events create extra rainfall in the decades to centuries after that, we swing back the other way. That extra rainfall perhaps is what enticed the denser occupation of that region, but those shifts fade and swing back the other way, as I mentioned, and in this case, drought to the tune of over a dozen centimeters of dry, dusty sediment that was too harsh for even the earthworms. Lastly, on the article front, an animation coming with a study of something outrageously different. They know pulsars and about how long they should take in their pulses. There is some variability, but not much, except now there is the slowest one ever. Instead of a millisecond pulsar or one that spins and pulses every one to two minutes, this one pulses every 18 minutes, about three times an hour. And for the processes needed to explain such activity, they are left guessing. They offer two guesses, and you can tell in their wording they're not completely satisfied. A strange pulsar or a white dwarf. It should be noted that repeating transients that break astronomical expectations are the first step in spotting radio emission from intelligent species, but... We may leave that one for another day. They do fail to mention that option in the article. Folks, a lot of you caught last night's video, and I don't think a single one of you chose option A. That was impressive. I definitely got serious on you folks there for a minute, didn't I? Of 
course, the words at the end are what's most important. We greatly appreciate your support. Check out last night's video if you missed it and weigh in, option A or option B. We've got wind maps and shots of our star to close. Subscribe and we'll do this all again tomorrow. Right here, but right now, it's 5 a.m. in the new Valley of the Sun. Eyes open. No fear. Be safe, everyone. Good shit, Mr. Ben. Thank you. Thank you for that. I appreciate it. And remember to subscribe to Suspicious Observers on YouTube. Yesterday I said online. Remember to subscribe to Suspicious Observers on YouTube. Stay up to date as well as popping off cosmologically and get full impact of his videos. Quote of the day. If you do good, people will accuse you of selfish ulterior motives. Do good anyway. Because who the fuck cares what other people think? Hence my outburst. Uh, that uh, harkens back to my outburst at the beginning of the show. But it's okay. Do good anyway. People will be people. People will think what they think. Fuck them. Show them that you can you can rise above and you can become the best version of you. So let's let's ramp up, let's get the words out there, and let's spread the gesture revolution, baby! If you ain't laughing, you ain't living. Ha 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 So be a better version of yourself. Smoke the weed every day and just make shit happen.